You're listening to the Up North Pewcast. Whoa, I smell barbecue. If it's about barbecue in the Upper Midwest, we're talking about it. Welcome to the Up North Qcast. This is Matt V and Tori sitting here with me as well. And we would like to welcome Alan Laramore from the Wrecking Crew Barbecue Comp Team. Alan grew up in southeastern North Carolina, about 30 miles from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Both Alan and his wife Allison served in the Air Force, where they met in Grand Forks, North Dakota. He served one deployment in Afghanistan, and they finished their enlistments in Florida together and decided to move back to Allison's hometown of Staples, Minnesota. He is currently the state director for Hometown Hero Outdoors, a nonprofit that has a mission to get active military, veterans, and law enforcement officers into the outdoors. They have held two barbecue boot camps, which are events to introduce their members to competition barbecue, which is how he got his start in barbecue competitions. Well, Tori, it sure sounds like a great cause to me. Uh, what do you think about um, you know, the barbecue competition boot camps? You know, I'm, I'm interested to hear more about it. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a veteran myself, so um, yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to understand, you know, how, what he's got going on, so we, we can talk more about it. We should send you to the boot camp. Maybe you need some help? Hey, I can, <laughs> I can always learn something, right? We can always learn, for sure. Alan, we would love to welcome you to the Up North QCast. Thank you, guys. It's uh, good to finally be able to get a little time to sit down and talk with you. Great. Could you tell us how... You met the both of us um, at a competition. Tell us about that day. Well, I think we were up at Elk River, and I, I mean, it could have been over beverages um, that we met, but Most likely. Uh, Elk River at uh, Living Music Festival uh, back in September is when we first met. Mm-hmm. We actually did do a podcast about that event, and that was that was a lot of fun. That was a, a really great cause, and... And tell us how you did that day. Uh, we did pretty well. Uh, we finished third in chicken, fourth in ribs, and that gave us overall grand champion, our first one. Wow. <laughs> That's right. I remember, um, you know, the Furlong guys, they were they were very congratulative of you. And, um, yeah, that was that was a wonderful day. It that was. was a wonderful day. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a great cause. Um, it was a very, very special day for us. Uh, we had family and friends. They were present that day, and it was great to be able to enjoy such a moment with them like that. And and there were some heavy hitters up there. I mean, there were some guys known nationwide up there. So, you I mean, to, to come out like that, that's pretty good. Absolutely. I mean, that's Minnesota Barbecue Society backyard. Is I, I, I think everybody's a heavy hitter, honestly. I mean, if you, if you look at the KCBS standings from Minnesota, there's a ton of great teams right here in our – backyard (laughs) Mm -hmm. yep for sure well i need to announce the standings to the audience about you guys first um in the minnesota barbecue society your third place overall backyard team of the year fourth place backyard chicken team of the year and eighth place backyard rib team of the year wow that's impressive (laughs) that's very impressive uh where where did you end up in the in the kcbs standings where are you there i think we were 34th and chicken and 39th and ribs in the KCBS. Wow. That's so. great stuff. Are there any teams out there that you competed around and with that you can give a shout out to? Oh man, there's there's so many good ones. Uh, obviously Drew and Drew and Joey from Furlong Smoke at Seafood. It was a good guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they are. They, they ended up, uh, 
coming in just out of nowhere at the end there and they were just on a tear the second half of our season and ended up with the overall team of the year so congrats to those guys they they really worked hard for it so i'm super happy for them great guys all around and they can cook a mad wagyu did you try their wagyu that day oh absolutely (laughs) oh my goodness yeah the the picanha yeah that was good I think yeah, I think Tori was... Tori's eyes lit up that day. <laughs> he was like, "What is this?" Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that, that was that, that was not well done either, Tori. I know, I know, <laughs> but it, 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 that was good stuff. I tell you, I thought they they, yeah. they did well. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. But yeah, but you know, you what a great great run. How many years have you been competing now? This was our first year. What? So this is our first year competing. Really, so, really interesting. Yep. So, I, just, yeah, Minnesota in May was our first contest. So you started competing against the big guys right away. Right away. We just kind of went right in, right in on it. So, so let me take so, a step back here then. So so how long have you been cooking? Oh, man. I smoking mean, meats. Smoking meats, yeah. Smoking meats. Just a couple years, really. Wow. Um, I kind of grew up around it, but I just – with moving around and everything, we we had a grill and stuff at home, but I, I never really had a big smoker or anything like that. So I just had little smaller electric or propane smokers at the house that I would do something in every once in a while. But uh, once I moved to Minnesota, um, that's really when I started, uh, I guess, getting serious with smoking meat. It's an interesting story. I mean, most folks you, you hear when, when they've uh, been successful, they – They've been doing it a while, but you came out of the gate. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of that, though, is um, later on. We can touch on the barbecue boot camp, and I can yep. really dive into it there. We're going um, to, for sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's really where everything came about for me. Well, great. Well, tell us, tell us about how many events you did in this year you've been doing it, and, uh, yeah. you know, where where'd you go, and... You know, you said you kind of racked up some miles on your truck. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, so we live uh, north central Minnesota, up near Brainerd. So a lot of the contests we did were southern Minnesota or Wisconsin. So it was quite a bit of a drive for us for most of these contests. We did nine total uh, Minnesota Barbecue Society sanctioned contests. Uh, trying to, seven of those nine were KCBS contest, and then we did one smaller contest that was only actually about twenty miles from our house. It wasn't sanctioned at all. Okay. So yeah, we, I think we were about three thousand miles we traveled this year. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot it of was. driving. It was, especially with a kid that gets car sick easily. So <laughs> a lot of equipment too. You guys had the yeah. big, the big, the big trailer over there. So yeah, that's wow. Yeah, for doing wow. it just for a year, you've got quite a setup. I'm, I'm a little envious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the fish house deal that kind of worked out because I'm a, I'm a big fisherman. Yeah. So okay. when we we started, we had a, a travel trailer, a camper, and then once we got into this, I've I've wanted a fish house. Um, so. We just decided, hey, grabbing a toy hauler fish house where I can just roll my smokers in the back 
that works out perfect for us. So, well, you're not the only one. There were uh, a few other teams that had drop down fish houses. Nathan Quigley. Yep. Uh, yeah. They Smoky they had GQ. one. Yep. They had a small smaller version, but and you, and you yeah. guys showed me your uh, wonderful fish house. I'm like, wow, this is nice. <laughs> that was probably yeah. like five or six of them up there. That day. Yeah, there were, there were for sure. Okay. So can you tell us about your your walk in uh, ribs and chicken and so forth? Yeah, your walks like where you where you've you know how you've done uh, as far as oh uh, yeah. So I guess my chicken going back to Minnesota in May that day it's always completely opposite for me. I thought my ribs were fantastic and I thought my chicken was just horrible. But go figure. I finished third in chicken that day out of 40, 41 teams, I believe, were there. Wow. And my ribs, they were just middle of the pack, and that seemed to be the trend for me for a majority of the year um, up until Elk River. Um, so my chicken was pretty consistent all year. I think I had three fifth-place calls and three third-place calls in chicken. And ribs, like I said, they were middle of the pack until Elk River. And then I finished fourth in ribs there. Then we went to West Salem, Wisconsin for bringing home the bacon too. Mm -hmm. And that was a a KCBS double. Mm -hmm. Fantastic contest, by the way. Keith and Lori, they do a great job out there. But we took third place in ribs on the first day and second place on the second day. You did better the next day. Yeah, so it was, I mean, it was just kind of nice to see that Elk River, the recipe I took that day as far as my sauce and rub combinations, that was the first time I had cooked that at a comp. So I I normally try things, a couple contests, and if they don't seem to hit for me, I'll switch it up. And the contest prior to Elk River, they just, I couldn't bust the middle of the pack. So I said, something's got to change here and kind of switched a few things up and brought a whole new recipe with me. So, and so, it worked out. So let's talk about that for a second. Uh, you, you, you're from the Carolinas and yep. a lot of times uh, as competitors, we, we don't get a chance to taste each other's product. Are yep. you, is your style do you make your barbecue like the Carolinas or, or, you know, what's, what's that like? What is your no, style of So, um, for at home, absolutely. Um, I love Carolina style vinegar sauce. Um, but for the competitions, I, I am running a Kansas city style barbecue. So it is a little sweeter. Um, I do at home, I mean, if it's mustard, if it's Alabama white sauce, I love them all. But uh, Kansas City, it, it seems to be growing on me, that style of barbecue. And maybe it's just because after years of eating the Carolina style, I hope nobody from there listens to this. They'll kill me. <laughs> here, but, You're never but, going yeah, home again, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, my Christmas trip might get canceled. What's What's the major so, difference between ours? You know, up here it's sweet, right? Um, they like the sweet stuff. And so yeah. you're, you're saying that. Carolina's is it more vinegar based or what what do you what do you think of what is it like? Man, it, it is uh 
but it depends on where you're at in the Carolinas as well. I mean, there in North Carolina, there's really three different flavor profiles just in North Carolina. So hmm. where I grew up in Eastern North Carolina, if you go in a restaurant and sit down, your sauce is going to be pretty much vinegar and crushed red pepper flakes in a bottle. That's your sauce. Vinegar and, I mean, and, and some heat. I mean, is it popular? Yep. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's People fight over it down there. Huh. I mean, it, it's – yeah, and then you get, throw the guys from South Carolina in with mustard sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's goofy. But uh, the Piedmont style, which is sort of the middle of the state, um, between the coastal and the mountain regions of North Carolina, they have a vinegar – base sauce but it has a little tomato to it mm-hmm. and then the mountain region that's a little sweeter it's almost kansas city style okay so so recently we we interviewed a guy um jimmy ray yep. and he says that what he does in competitions is he he caters pretty much to the judges what the judges like how do you how Absolutely. do you go about Making your barbecue is—is is it what you like, or do you do you try to gauge what the judges want to taste? Uh, I'm gauging what the judges are wanting to taste for sure. Okay. Um, I just—I thought about, and I did. I do have a homemade sauce that um, it's a family recipe that it's a vinegar style, and I do use that um, sometimes to thin my sauce or mm-hmm. in my wrap with my ribs. But I would not finish the ribs or chicken with that sauce. I, I don't think it would go well with the judges here. Interesting. So I hear some folks yeah. say that they will mix a really sweet sauce with some vinegar sauce to yeah. kind of balance it's a, it out. It's a great way to, to thin out a thicker sauce to, to uh, I guess, get that appearance aspect as well. Do you have any secret ingredients you can tell us about? Just one? Oh, maple syrup. <laughs> you, you listen. Yeah. Oh, maple syrup. <laughs> okay, just, well, just throw Joey there. Yeah, <laughs> Joey, he is so funny. Oh, what a guy! Yeah, great guys. So, well, that's. I guess I was going to ask you for a trick or two to producing winning barbecue, and um, yeah, they did say the maple syrup thing. And if you want to skip it, you don't have to tell us. Yeah. yeah, no, I. I mean, I really don't have any tricks, man, other than just practice, honestly. I mean, I I spent a lot of time last winter. I mean, it seemed like every other day I was cooking, and my wife's like, "Are you seriously trimming more chicken? Are you trimming more ribs?" I'm like, "Yeah, well, I'm I'm trying to figure out timelines and how this is going to work and everything else." And then, you know, I was cooking in in January and February. Well, around rolls April and May, where it's 30 degrees warmer out and everything's different on the timelines, right? Well, it's also expensive to be cooking chicken and ribs all the time. It is. It's, I mean. <laughs> just dipping the savings like, oh, for I'll practice. Just, I'll do a rack here and do a rack there. and. So along yeah. those lines, then, or is, is there something new coming? I mean, is there something we can expect differently with all this practice for next year? Oh, or, are you just sticking to what you know? That's, that's kind of the dilemma I'm in right now, honestly. I mean, with my chicken, I – it's hard to complain with getting consistent, you know, third, fourth, fifth calls on chicken. So I think I am going to change something. I just haven't figured out what yet because obviously I want to break through to second, first place in that category. So 
I don't remember. I will tweak a little bit. <laughs> that day we met, I know um, I asked you if I could watch you trim the chicken, and you were doing that, and I was watching you. You look like a pro doing it. I'm like, I, chicken's new was new to me at the time on how to trim it. You know, can, yeah. you, can you give a tip or two on how to do that? Is there anything special you do? Um, oh, man. I mean, it. if you're going to scrape the skin, uh, some folks do, you know, if you're cooking thighs and you're going to scrape the skin. I kind of went away from that uh, this year. Um, I had practiced it all winter, and then all of a sudden I was like, nope, I'm not going to scrape my chicken. I'm just going to cook it a little hotter to get that bite through skin. But a good tool... Uh, there's a, it's called a quick trim and it's made for trimming the silver skin off a brisket. Okay. That works fantastic for scraping the fat off your chicken. That's, it's like a handheld thing, right? Is that yeah, what you're saying? It kind of looks like a, a wishbone almost. Yeah. I, I noticed that. I'm like, what is that thing? I was like, that thing's cool. Yeah. Um, that's a good, uh, that's a good tip. We'll have to look into getting yeah. one for sure. The barbecue bus. If you follow them on Facebook, uh, he has a great, uh, little video with it. Okay, good to know. So, so chicken is kind of kind of tricky. Can I can I ask you what type of smokers do you use or, or, or coals? Because you can't you can't do chicken. My experience on every type of uh, cooker. So, what what do you how do you what do you use? Yeah, so I'm cooking on an Outlaw uh, barbecue smokers patio model. It's a stick burner, so lump charcoal and wood splits in there and I also have a Traeger pellet grill but um, I normally use I, I do all of my competition stuff um, on the outlaw for the most part I think you had them both there at the living festival didn't you I think you had yep. Yep. yeah yeah just with that being a people's choice event and having to serve you know I think I had six extra racks of ribs to do on top of my normal ribs so <laughs> wow Awesome. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate the uh, the tips. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, I'd like to move on to what you got started. You know, we'd love to hear about your barbecue boot camp and the story behind it. Can you tell us about anything that you've learned, you know, from the boot camp members? And is there anything that surprised you after, you know, doing the two boot camps and stuff? Tell us about the boot camps and, and what you've learned. Yeah. So um, I guess, first of all, I'll start with Hometown Hero Outdoors. Um we are a 501c3 nonprofit, and our sole purpose is to take uh, active military veterans, law enforcement, um, onto outdoor adventures for recreational therapy purposes. Uh, started right here in Minnesota four years ago, and now we've grown to we're nearing 20 states now. Wow. I can't. It, it changes so often because we're growing, and I kind of forgot that number offhand, but it's. It's close to 20. Um, so two years ago, year prior to COVID, I can't remember that year, but we'll go with that. <laughs> Who can? <laughs> so year, right. the year prior to COVID, uh, my wife worked with a guy, uh, Steve Wisher. Uh, his barbecue team name is Borgie the Barbecue Butcher. Um, they So they worked together, and he heard about Hometown Heroes through my wife. And he said, hey, tell your husband to call me. I would like to get a group of veterans and law enforcement members together and cook for them. So we sat down, we talked about it, and 
he said, I've got a bunch of my barbecue friends, and we're going to get together, and we're going to cook for you guys. You can come down and check out what we do and just kind of get an introduction to barbecue, to competition-style stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, let's do it. So we did it the first year, and we had 25 of our members there, and I want to say seven Master Series KCBS teams. Wow. Oh, wow. That's yeah, great. So they volunteered their time to come down and cook for us. And at the end of the day, I, I'll never forget this moment. So Tanya Dobosinski and myself, uh, Tanya and her husband Stan from Rub My Rack Barbecue, we were standing in the kitchen of the Eagle Bend Fire Department, um, and one of the members came up, and he was almost in tears, and he's like, hey, I just want to let you know that today – meant so much to me. Um, he said, I'm a crime scene investigator for one of the major police departments here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just needed a break. He's like, I just wanted to be around good people and just hang out and just have a break from my reality. And he's like, today provided that. So it's it's a moment that's stuck with me. And it, it it's things like that that keep me going with Hometown Hero Outdoors. That's why I volunteer my time. But uh, moving to the next year, the COVID hit, so we had to cancel. Mm-hmm. But this year, we had 40 of our members, and we grew a little bit. Um, I can't remember the amount of teams we had offhand. I want to say it was close to 9 or 10. But uh, we had Eric Matson there. Uh, he was a police officer from police officer from Waseca, Minnesota. He was shot in the head in the line of duty. Mm -hmm. Um, And Hometown Hero Outdoors is sending him to Alaska, to St. Paul Island in January for a dream hunt. But we were honored to have him come up and his family, and we spent the day barbecuing. And out of that, out of that day, I mean, there was myself. I'm now competing. There was another of our members, uh, Ryan, um, from Pokem and Smokem. He was an elk river. You guys probably met him. Yeah, we did. Yep. Yep. So Ryan was there. He's now competing. And then uh, one of the judges, actually, that was at Elk River, she attended that day. Um, after our event, she became a certified barbecue judge. Very so nice. It's, wow. it's a great event to grow the sport of barbecue, but at the same time, we have a mission, and we're connecting these people. And it's been awesome to see the way these guys, I mean, they, they stay in contact. We still have the message, the group message going where, you know, I, they were all selected. And I said, hey, you're all selected. You're coming to Eagle Bend, you know, to barbecue and stuff. And we had great supporters that day that stepped up and donated rubs or sauces to give everyone uh, a gift package to take home and try out. Rob Anderson, Anderson Barbecue Supply. Yeah. He was one of those. Yeah, Bob's a good guy. One of those he, supporters. Yeah. He before you know, he, he ever opened. He donates his store. a lot. He he a time. He donates products. He he's his wealth of knowledge. He's a great he's a great guy mm-hmm. and a and a great sponsor of the society too. Yeah, he he absolutely is. Before he ever even opened the store, I I heard about him and I I heard he was prior law enforcement and I was like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I I just want to help him grow his business so i just emailed him and said hey can you send me some business cards some literature and i can distribute that for you yep 
And then he emailed me back and was like, what do you got going on? And then a few days later, he said, hey, I've got a gift bag for everybody. Do you mind if I come hang out? Yep. I was like, wow. well, absolutely. That's the kind of guy he is. Yep. Yeah. He's awesome. But for sure. it, it's been great to see what that event can do for the sport of barbecue. I'm really looking forward to next year to see where it goes from there. And hopefully we get more competitors. We get more barbecue judges out of that. Can you tell us approximately when it might be? Is it in the spring? Uh, it'll probably be April, mid to late April is what we're trying to aim for. But last year was a little cold. We woke up to a slight dusting of snow that morning mm-hmm. and Been there. it was a little chilly out. So yeah. Yeah, it's hit or miss in April. Well, yeah. If um, if folks would like to learn more, um, are they able to volunteer? Can would you take volunteers and, you know, for the boot camp or for any events you do? And um, how can they get a hold of you? How can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So for hometown hero outdoors, uh, all of our staff that coordinate these events, they're they're veterans or law enforcement themselves. But if someone would like to volunteer help out uh, or donate to any event, not just the barbecue boot camp. Uh, they can contact myself, uh, Alan Laramore, on the Wrecking Crew Barbecue Facebook page. Uh, you can check out hometownheroooutdoors.org. Uh, we're all, that uh, HHO is also on Facebook, pretty much all the social media platforms. People could go check out the Facebook, YouTube, even got a TikTok. So. Very good. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I have a something called a Wrecking Crew Barbecue Lightning Round. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. I'm just going to ask you five questions. It's this or that. I want you to pick one or the other, okay? All righty. All right. Charcoal or pellets? Charcoal. Brisket or pulled pork? Ooh, brisket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carolina sauce or sweet baby rays? <laughs> <laughs> Carolina sauce all day. I mean, the sauce is the boss, but... Carolina's a little better. I would agree. Uh, oh, dry or wet ribs? Man, wet. Wet, okay. Wet, uh, you, yep. Can, can you, uh, I want to ask you, elaborate on that. Why Why wet? Because <sighs> if I go, if I go somewhere and get barbecue and they dry a rib out, at least I got some sauce <laughs> to add a little moisture back to it. You don't trust anybody else? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it's not that I don't trust them. I just, no, I, I, I just prefer sauce with them. Gotcha. Me too. All right. So here's the money question. You ready? Ooh, all righty. Lay it on me. 195 degrees or 203. And why? True. 203 because it's right it's the american way i mean there's it's just Un- unless it. it's a competition rib right i don't know yeah. 203 well, to me is a little, little you'll be pulling them off the bone at that point and that's that's where that's i guess one trick is you got to learn the feel i think that was a big problem for me this year was tenderness i know it was a big problem for me and when you probe for temperature, I mean, you can't just go off of, I guess, a certain temp every time. I think that was the biggest thing I learned towards the end of the year, and it, it helped me out a lot. 
it's so, also dependent on the judges too, you know. Some 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 will let that slide. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, absolutely. I've I had a few racks this year that I turned in and I was like, Man, those ribs were tight and they actually actually scored decent on tenderness and I was like, Okay, well why now? But unless you're I, like sixty five or seventy years old in the state of Minnesota, they they like it fall off the bone, so um I personally don't, but to each his own. Yeah. Myself, yeah. Alrighty. Well, what's in store um for the wrecking crew barbecue team moving forward? Uh, is there anything else you can tell us? Lots of practice over the winter. Uh got lots of practice. Uh who knows? I mean, I'm I'm I work seasonal construction. I'm laid off for the winter time now, so maybe I'll venture down south and play in Florida at a competition or something. So I have explored the idea, but I don't know if I'm quite up for that. Gas prices are a little steep. Well, they are. And hopefully the the meat prices will come down too. It doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. But hopefully by next spring, when we get back into comps up here, we can have some better better prices. Yeah. So um, one other question. I mean, you, you, you answered earlier, but what, for the for the listeners who didn't catch it the first time, where can we find you? Uh, your social media, your websites. Uh, let us know where that's at. Yeah, so Wrecking Crew Barbecue on Facebook, uh, and we also have a TikTok. So hopefully this winter, uh, I'll start throwing some more content on the TikTok and doing short videos. Uh, I really like watching the barbecue folks on TikTok. There's a lot of cool videos, a lot of cool recipes that you can experiment with on there and just see what people are doing across the world. You know what? I uh, haven't, I haven't done TikTok much. I'm not a TikTok guy. Maybe I should get in there and look. You, at it. It's pretty you cool. Would be great. Just you would be great dancing on there. <laughs> like if I see Matt shirtless dancing on there, like I'm definitely giving him a little like oh, subscribe. Just hop on there. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course there's filters, yeah. right? I have to use. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You got it. Shirtless. <laughs> yeah. If you're going shirtless, you at least got to throw a filter on it, man. Well, of course you would. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a pretty so. heavy filter. <laughs> <laughs> All no, right, Alan, man, no. this has been fun. Um, you know, congratulations absolutely. for for your wonderful first year, you said, in competitions. First year. Impressive yeah. first year. Tori and I are kind of blown away with that, too. It's We've talked to other teams, and it seems like you know, there are a lot of them are new into it too. We went to the SCA comp and that one team, who was it? Do you remember Tori? It was his first, first or second year. And he, he was killing it in state comps. It was mad horse. Was it It was mad horse. horse. It's, I guess it's beginner's luck. Um, yeah. I mean, if you, if you look on the national level, um, Ryan Kane from damn fine beef and swine, it was his first year and he absolutely crushed it. Okay. Um, I think he finished second in chicken and ribs in the KCBS standings. I'm wow. sorry if I'm wrong on that, but I know it was close. That's crazy. Right there. So, yeah, him. he he absolutely crushed it in his first year. So And Furlongs, too. They, they're new to the game. Um, great they've, job. I think they've been around two or three years now, yep. something like that. But, yeah, they're fairly new in it. And, but, man, you want to talk about grind? I mean, them guys grind for it. They work. I mean, Those Joey, two. to travel from – Kentucky for all of these comps. 
I mean, that is crazy, ain't it? I mean, he comes from out of town. Yeah. He has a very understanding wife. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, understanding. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but not to take anything away from you and the Wrecking Crew Barbecue. You guys had an awesome year, and you know we're gonna follow you, and I hope you follow our podcast. Um, and I would just like to say, you know, on behalf of Tori too, uh, thank you and your wife for your service. Yes. And thank well, you thank for, you thank you well, thank for you, this wonderful, um, uh, thing you do for, you know, for the, for the vets and for firefighters Thanks. and police. I think it's wonderful yeah. and we will follow you. I agree. Yep. Awesome. So well, thank you guys for having me on again. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys out there on the competition trail next year. We will be there. Oh yeah. We'll be there. We appreciate if you it. need anything, just swing on by the trailer, knock. Doors always open for my barbecue family. Awesome. So. We'll ask for a tip or two. I was at <laughs> Oh, Absolutely, man. Come right. on over. Sounds good, Alan. Have a great night. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Up North QCast. Please follow us on Instagram, and please like, share, and rate the podcast on Facebook. Go to our website at upnorthqcast.com. Leave us a message to play on an upcoming episode. We'd love to play it. A huge thanks to Tori and Alan for joining me today, and everyone get out there and smoke something.